my dad came up to me. He was, like, he was like, hey, like, did you call that person back? And I was just like, no, oh, fuck, I totally forgot. He's like, oh, no, dude, it sounded really important. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, shit, all right. So I went over and I look at the little uh, paper that he had. There was a phone number and it just said, Adam Sandler. Get the fuck out. And of I was here. like, <laughs> your dad's like, I don't know. And, and my dad, <laughs> no idea who Adam Sandler is. <laughs> 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 no, right no fucking idea. And I was just like, like, okay. Like, I, for me, I didn't even think it's Adam Sandler. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck's Adam the? Sandler? It must be a different Adam Sandler. Yeah. So I called the number back and some woman answers. Something like, answered in like one of his accents. <laughs> <laughs> some woman answers. She's like, oh, hey, hey, is this Tim? I was like, yeah. Who's this? And uh, she was like, oh, uh, my name's Melinda. Um, I am an assistant uh, for Adam Sandler and his production company. Um, he actually, uh, he's launching a new show called The Gong Show on Comedy Central. And oh, uh, The Gong Show is I a remember, yeah. classic 70s game yeah. show uh, where essentially um, people come on with different talents. And there would be judges, and they either get the pass, or they get the gong, and they get booted off. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. Whatever. Adam Sandler was rebooting the show on Comedy Central. And she was like, he, uh, a bunch of people were talent scouted or whatever. He came across your video on YouTube doing the Mario thing. You weren't just scouted. He was like, like Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler video recommended like, your video to us. And, and she was like, I, I can't believe you didn't answer the phone earlier. Like, he called you. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Completely Consensual on Play Everything. I'm very excited about uh, my guest today. My guest today is Tim Geddes from Kind of Funny. Uh, we actually brought the whole crew along to go ahead and record this podcast. Uh, it was a really good conversation. Uh, the theme, as you'll find out, is Art of uh, Art of the Hustle. Uh, very interesting conversation. Uh, Tim was very on the verge of that uh, YouTube, like when the whole YouTube or thing started in terms of like making money or even getting a lot of views on YouTube and like viral video, all that stuff. So just picking his brain um, on how he hustled, how he got everything. It was just a fascinating conversation uh, altogether. So uh, this is what's kicking it off. Completely consensual. This is what completely consensual is going to be. Uh, mostly, it's just going to be me and. A guest uh this time i want to have the boys along because this is our our launch episode essentially of play everything which is this great channel that you're watching now uh that was previously chiptooth gaming so i appreciate it uh so if you have questions i will actually tweet out the guests uh when i do recordings uh, a week before i record with guests so go ahead and send in your uh questions for that guest for follow me on twitter first of all cheeks underscore uh cheeks underscore junior and then go ahead and email completely consensual at gmail.com uh with your questions i'd love to get those questions in for any guests i have on and i'll tweet out the topic or the theme or whatever it is um i just love having these conversations so without further ado tim gettys Tim Geddes. Yes. Welcome on Happily <laughs> Consensual. Oh my God, I've been trying to get on the show for years <laughs> and you wouldn't let me. <laughs> I no, love it. You, you emailed me last month. You're like, hey, let's make this happen. And I was like, cool, as soon as I can, I'm going to invite you to this table. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. I'm sure this is a lot more convenient for you too. It is. You, hate it the is. East Bay. you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the East Bay. I got, <laughs> I got to be real. I'm not like Kevin where I'm not going to be throwing on. that type of shade. I'm just saying I like to, I like to stay in my own area. Stay this, in my lane, as they say. It's better though. You know? It, Here it, or there? No, no, there. It, hands down. East it's Bay is yes. better yes. than 
Yeah, it's cheaper. Hands down. It's cheaper. Okay. I can afford okay. things. It does have things to do. A lot more fun people there. It has more we'll things to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, man, I'm happy you guys. How many times <laughs> are you going to how many hey, times you go to the pier? We just spent two hours and 30 minutes trying to find the good in the Phantom Menace, and we found <laughs> something. So I, mean, I guess when you're there your whole lives, you're going to find something good. Better you know? burritos, too. Better bur- okay. Yeah, okay, by. that's a bold well, take. Stand. That's a bold that. take. Pancho Villa's in the city. I don't know if you've heard of Pancho Villa. I haven't eaten a lot out here yet. That's the one. Well, no, sorry. No, no, it's okay. I, uh, so, got full squad today. Um, wanted to talk to you about the art of the hustle. As is, you hustle. know, we are in the hustle right now. You're doing it. Uh, you built kind of funny from the ground up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, we, we, I just, because you, to me, you've monetized kind of funny so, like, expertly. Thank you. Um, just, I mean, your hustle. I mean, let, let's kind of start off. So, was, you started off IGN, correct? I mean, that's, that's that's one way to look at it. I started off way before that, right? Uh, yes, yeah, Simply Complex, which was okay. my YouTube channel. Um, before that, there was Double Goat Productions. Before that, there Double was Goat. Never Leave the Club Without Toast Productions. Um, a line as featured in the hit 50 Cent song, In the Club. Um, <laughs> nice. So that was just me making stupid-ass YouTube videos, right? Like back when I was a kid, honestly, like 9 to... 14, I would say. Do you think it was, was going to go kinda? somewhere? Like, was it no, somewhere where you're like, I could probably make money on it? But it was this. always something I enjoyed. Yeah. I always enjoyed yeah. having a camera. My dad had a camera when I was little, like, you know, just home video type stuff. Yeah. And I was always fascinated with it. Like, I would always try to get behind the camera, in front of the camera, be all over that damn camera. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Um, but I remember distinctly, like, a, a moment where I started thinking differently about video was uh, I was playing with my Optimus Prime toy. I remember seeing the commercials for Transformers toys and they would do like a stop motion thing where like the, the toy would transform like yeah, yeah, yeah. seamlessly. Yeah. And I was motion. like, that looks- oh shit, I could do that. Like there's a, there's a way to make that happen. And I was like maybe like six, seven at the time. But I had the idea. I was like, all right, I'm going to have Optimus Prime roll up like by just pushing the, the truck, right? And then I'm just going to film a little bit. Transform a little, film a little more, transform. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, so without editing, it's just more like actually just stop starting yeah, or recording, yeah. Yeah. make it look like it. And then I had that on a VHS and I put it on the TV and I saw it happen. And like in my head, I'm like, I fucking nailed it. Right. <laughs> um, I still have that footage somewhere. Michael Bay, where you at? Fun thing to get. But like, uh, that was the moment to me that I was like, oh, this is, that's cool. I want to do, do more things like that. Flash forward a couple years later and I'm playing, uh, Titan Adventures, Buster Bust Loose on the Super Nintendo. Buster Bust Loose. Uh, you ever play it? No. <laughs> Before my time. Fantastic game. Fantastic game. Some really hard levels. There's one on a train yeah. that up until uh, 2015, I never got past. There's a Let's Play on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You can watch me beat that. There it is. Overcome my fears <laughs> of the train level. Um, but I was playing that game. That and Tom and Jerry on the Super Nintendo are mm-hmm. the two that I distinctly remember doing this with. Where I had the idea, and at this point I must have been nine or ten. And I'm playing those games, and I was like, wait, if I am playing the game using the composite cables that are connected to the TV, but I connect those to the v- VCR first, I can record my gameplay. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You, you were on next level. I, right I was on some next everything. level shit. Moves. And so I was just recording gameplay. For what? I don't know. But <laughs> it was a thing where like I would like come up with dumbass stories in my head yeah. of like what the characters were doing. Just use 2D platformers. It's not like there was anything crazy yeah, yeah, going yeah. on. I did that all the time, too. But I was bouncing around, like just doing dumb shit. And then I'd watch the footage back. And like, I don't, it was useless footage. But it was like, 
in my head, I had built stories and I, and things were, things were going on. You look at red versus blue that happened years later. Yeah. And like that really kind of made me go like, Oh, that's what I thought I was doing. And <laughs> man, they really like did it, did it perfectly. Next level, yeah. Right. Um, but those are kind of my earliest memories kind of playing with video as a, as a format, as a medium. Pioneer. Um, and it, <laughs> it's not that, I just think that it, it, it comes with, uh, with my generation, it comes with the okay. my age of there being video cameras in the house yeah. at almost all times. Like the '90s, like were peak home video, where like that was something that was marketed, and it was the first time that video cameras were affordable and yeah. uh, weren't gigantic. Like I remember even the one my dad had was pretty sizable, but it was like more like a fucking uh, Megatron gun type oh, yeah, situation yeah, yeah. as opposed to like. You know, oh. you needing a whole studio to be able to to run it and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. So because of that, I was I grew up around and in front of cameras, um, and understanding how they worked. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. No, it's it's so funny because I was the kind of the same way, just like the little camcorder, right? Trying to like make like a cops video or mm -hmm. like you know trying to do like fat kid lights something on fire, fat kid falls. Like these are all existing on YouTube now yeah. forever. Um. But just trying to be as viral video wasn't a thing when you when you were growing up at that no, point it was just the yeah. access of video cameras when yes. i was in school it was the viral video you, know, you got the numa numa kid you mm. got like all all these these hits essentially the star hits, wars man. kid yeah oh yeah uh, so it was all about chasing that viral video um i just think it's interesting so you went from that and then you went into middle school still making videos well, so that was the thing like, what you're bringing up like i went through that too it yeah. just wasn't when i was really yeah because yeah. then we hit the point with what you're talking about the fat kid does this fat kid does that it it was jackass right jackass really influenced uh an entire generation of middle schoolers to go out and not just Take do it. shenanigans but to record the <laughs> shenanigans right and everyone mimicked that like it was reality at its best where you're like you, it wasn't just good enough to have fun you needed the fun to be recorded right and i think that that definitely caused a lot of us being really stupid doing many many stupid things Very true. and filming it which is like great now there's proof of the stupid things that we did yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but then it, from there i think there was the a jump point where a lot of kids were doing that but it was around me being 13 or so, 12 or 13, that I wanted to take that and elevate the art. I wanted to edit. I wanted to add music to the clips. I wanted yeah. to slow-mo. I wanted to do all that stuff where I remember going to Best Buys and looking at a bunch of um, computer programs and like just picking up those stupid ass, like I don't, I mean, they don't do this the anymore. cardboard boxes? But like those big cardboard boxes mm -hmm. of like PC programs and it'd be like, uh, like Sony Vegas, like 2.0, and you look at it, and it's like put your your footage in slow mo, like playback in this, like I edit this all this shit. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my god! And I didn't have the money to to be able to do that, but I always just remember looking at it and being like, oh my god, this this is the coolest thing I can possibly imagine is editing videos of me and Kevin and Cool Greg jumping off shit, yeah. set to <laughs> music from the Matrix. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's all that we needed. Um, and it would be a couple of years till I, I got access to those things, but that to me was that was the moment where it wasn't about viral videos, like it was about just being able to make videos because yeah. we're talking that was 2002, 2003. So and editing software was not cheap too. No, yeah. absolutely, yeah, not. Um, Windows Movie Maker came with Windows though. Trash. I always tried using it. 
And but like that, <laughs> but that's terrible. that's yeah. the thing is like that's there was had. a time period where that's all there was yeah. that was available to people, and like that it was enough. Like yeah. it allowed me to do the things that I wanted to do, and I think that that's kind of a a, a key thing when it comes to creatives as a whole. And no matter how much tech you have, no matter how much vision you have, it's your limitations that define what you're making and who you are. Yeah. I was limited by those things, but I knew what I wanted to do. I didn't know how to do it. But video production is troubleshooting. It is trying to figure out, all right, I can't do this thing the way that I, I'm supposed to be able to. How can I accomplish something that looks like it? How can I like do my best to find workarounds that will allow this to look the way that I want it to, right? Um, and and, make do with what and, and I think a good example of that is you know going back to the transformer stop motion thing. When I was four years old, five years old, I didn't have video editing software. Duh. But even when I was eleven years old, I didn't have video editing software. But when me and Kevin wanted to uh, scare my mom, we did the same tactic of recording, stop recording, hmm. change the set, record again. Where we were in Santa Cruz at a hotel, and we had my brother like on this giant like maybe like four story down drop <laughs> and 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 oh, maybe shit. like two three stories whatever yeah, it was two stories two story <laughs> drop and uh we had him be like hey i'm greg gettys this is jackass and i'm gonna <laughs> jump off it. and we had him like go over and like like go to jump off but yeah. then we cut then we took his clothes off and we filled uh, his clothes with pillows yeah oh, and, we, okay. and he like had a hat on and shit and we tossed that thing off and it just fell and it hit the ground and then we like stopped recording started again with my brother down there like in the clothes again like yeah. ah and we showed my mom and Kevin's mom and they freaked the fuck out like they were so upset at us for letting <laughs> oh, my brother jump mom. and hurt yeah. himself yeah. and like I didn't have video editing software for that but we made it happen yeah. you know because you had to think creatively <laughs> to come up with the solution to do this really stupid dumb thing yeah. right yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I just, it's just funny how creative because it is make do with what you got. Like that is, I, I agree with you. That is how you get good because uh, you're not going to have money. Like mm -hmm. you're not going to have money starting out. So it's like, what can you do with the limitations you have and how can you make that, that good essentially yeah. like look the best possible way possible. I mean w with us, right. Mm -hmm. Even with our like studio, Dope it's like, hell, man. yeah, I mean, it's a lot of shims and trim, man. Make yeah. it look nice, but, um, it's, it's how can we look as professional as possible? That's always been like my mindset with making things. And see, I think that that is a, a perfect example of where you guys are at with where technology's at. Everybody has a phone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every phone has a camera. That camera is 1,000 times better than any camera I used until I was probably 20 years old. You know, like that's kind of nuts to think about because at the time those cameras were when I was in college and like those were fancy ass cameras that cost thousands of dollars. And now this is way better than any, than any of that ever could have. Yeah, even video cameras today still are not as good as your iPhone. I mean, like, and, that, and that's to be thing. honest, like so, the the, hand, can, the handicam ones mm -hmm. yeah, still yeah. look like trash compared to like an iPhone like. But camera. the but the funny thing is, and I, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, no, but I, I think that it makes a lot of sense with this. Is like I'm talking about the limitations of not even having video editing software. Oh yeah, no, you were even. Or then later having video editing software that crashed every five seconds because mm -hmm. it's Windows Movie Maker and your computer can't deal with yeah. it. But then you flash forward to you know 2019, us using Adobe Premiere, the same things happen. But we've had now 30 years of experience learning shit where it's like, oh fuck, if this is happening. Task manager. What can we, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah, you just learn all these dumb little tricks. But then you look at it, and this sounds like a joke. I'm not joking here. 
TikTok is the most impressive thing yeah. I have ever fucking seen because sure it's just a medium and like you can there's bad examples on it. The way that kids are kids using it. The way that these 11 to 15 year old kids are coming up with creative ass fucking things to do of just ways that they're recording, acting as multiple parts. That's some nutty, nutty professor shit, yeah. but it's like, it's <laughs> better than that. <laughs> they're coming up with it and it's the idea of the remix. It's the idea of let's take an idea and iterate and iterate and add our own spin and add our own kind of zhuzh to it, right? Yeah. yeah. And when you see these fucking kids, it's easy to hate on them and they look stupid. They all look fucking stupid. I yeah. get it. Yeah, but when you think about the art of what they're doing, you think about like the, the types of minds that it takes to, That's your jackass videos. to, to do that shit. It's the jackass videos, but like way fucking yeah. more impressive. But that's an example yeah. of somebody whose limitations aren't the camera. It's them. It's yeah. them having to come up with like, what's something different? What's something I can do, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, absolutely. So you're, you've, Get video editing software right for the first mm -hmm. time. Um, at that point, so when does it become the point to where it's like, okay, I'm gonna, I can do this, or like this is a career that I want to go down, or I can make money off this, or because again, money is always, always m my thing is always if you can't do it for free, you're not gonna make money off of it. Like if oh like, yeah, absolutely, money should always be like very back, 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 but like not even in yeah. the mind. Yeah, it's it's. It's complicated. Uh, to answer your, your first question there, I distinctly remember the moment that I, I understood what I wanted to do. It was junior year of high school, and uh, I was in math class, and uh, we were sitting like, there. Fuck this. I don't want to do math and, ever again. No. Well, I mean, it, of course, right? <laughs> but but no, it was like, this. it was junior year of high school, so we're going into senior year where the, there's yeah. all the, the pressure of the the SATs and the applying to, to colleges and like, what are you going to do? Like, what's all this stuff? And it was the first time anyone had ever asked me, what are you going to do? Uh, what are you going to major in in college? I didn't know what that meant. I had no idea. My mom and dad didn't go to question. college. I had no fucking clue. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, I don't know. What are you, what are you, what are you going to do? And then uh, <laughs> this person I was with was like, oh, like I want to do this. Like, like, I think I'm going to try to be a lawyer essentially. And I was yeah. like, all right. And then someone else was talking and they're like, yeah, I think I'm gonna try to, to do magazines. Like, I really want to work in magazines. And at that time, it wasn't that crazy yeah. thing to say. <laughs> um, but like, I want to do something in magazines. And like, that sparked it for me. Where I'm like, that's such a weird thing. And I was like, I want to. I want to like. And then the girl was like, you like filming stuff. Like, you really like doing like stupid videos and and shit. Like, because at this point, this is a. Uh, it was 2005. It was the year YouTube yeah, came great. out. Yeah. But MySpace had video before that, yeah. and like MySpace was popping off from like highest. 2003 to. About 2007 10, even yeah. but like there was video on there and i was uploading stupid ass videos to mm -hmm. that and right. uh in that time though like she was like oh you upload all your, your your myspace videos like what about something there and i was like huh that is what i want to do i was like yeah that's that's a good answer and she was like oh like you do you want to direct movies and i was like i ah, no, i don't like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i don't want to i don't want to do movies she's like what about like tv shows i'm like nah man like honestly like that sounds like too much and uh and i was like i, I just want to make I want to make short videos. Like I want to make commercials or, or music videos. Like I want to make music videos. Yeah. Okay. And like it hit me there. I'm like, wait, people get paid to make music videos. Yeah. Like that's a fucking thing. Um, and that was the moment that I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means, but I want to go to school. I want to major in video production. Yeah. With the goal of directing music videos. From that, that gave me kind of a path to walk down. Yeah. And 
in my free time, me, Kevin, Alfredo, like whoever the fuck was around would be just making stupid videos, like just fun things here and there, just for fun, because that's where yeah, that's there where it needs starts. to be the yeah. passion there. And um, it wasn't until a couple of years later where so YouTube came out in 2005. By 2007, we were starting to see YouTubers. Like YouTubers didn't exist until around then. Got Jenna Marbles. Jenna Marbles was way later, man. Was Jenna, it? Jenna Marbles was yeah. 2012. Really? Well, actually, I no, thought no, no, she was no, no, early. No, 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 no. Jenna Marbles was 2014. There's no way. I thought that was yeah. way early. Remember? Yeah. It was uh, our first VidCon we went to. Wait, wait, wait. It was 2012. 2012. Our first VidCon huh. we went to when Got we were with IGN, um, she was I the one I popping off. And she was the success later. story because she was the first channel to hit 2 million subscribers in less than a year. That's nuts. And like it's yeah, crazy to think it now where West. it's like <laughs> 2 million is nothing. 2 now. million will just pop, fucking pop up overnight. Yeah, it's quick. Um, it's still rare. Like not like obviously. But like when it happens, like Smosh is now, I think they just crossed 26 million subscribers. And at that time in 2012, Smosh was the number one channel um, where they were about to hit five which is just crazy to think yeah, about how that, how that all changes but um so it, it was around then 2007 where it's like okay cool filter franco is a known entity happy slip like all these like random yeah. old school og uh youtube channels it's like they were making daily content they were making weekly content they were making content and all of a sudden people were like wait a minute this is a different format than than things we've ever seen before it's not a tv show it's not a movie it's not a commercial it's content that is short form video series right some sometimes that would never end it was just like yeah. whatever and then the daily vlog became a thing yeah. right yeah and it was sometime then around 2009 that smosh became the first partner channel on youtube and they were that meant that youtube was paying them from their ad money to for them to make videos yeah after google bottom right yeah. that's when the, the ad stuff started and that's when yeah. youtubers started making money it wasn't until then that I even thought about that because no one thought about that. Yeah. that wasn't you're you're not going to make money off internet video. Yeah, you that, insane that, was, kid. that wasn't a thing yeah. at all. Like you tell me right now, I'll upload a video and I'll get money? No. Yeah, it was, it was just fucking crazy. But that kind of created this like fervor of everyone's content changing to kind of kind of match that shit. And, and with that, um, we saw a lot of shady shit go down. Uh, I'm really going off on tangents. No, no, here. you're good. I no, I, 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 love, I, I love it. Shit. Yeah, no, I just, so, no, taking it all I, in. I There's this. There was this dude. Like cool uh, this dude named Mr. Safety. Um, okay. Where I'm, I'm. Mr. Safety. Mr. Safety. Yeah, it's Mr. Safety. He uh, was one of the OG YouTubers. He came up with the Charles Trippy and Phil Franco, like that era of people, and the original Smosh, like two, two yeah, dudes. Yeah, two people. And um, his whole thing was hustling scheming to a bad degree though like he took it too far so oh. he was the first person to realize that youtube the thumbnails are the exact middle of the video whatever's the <laughs> clip in the middle of the video yeah. is going to show up as a thumbnail you couldn't have custom thumbnails that wasn't yeah. a fucking thing yeah. nobody even thought about that so what did he do he, he put boobs as every single image in the center of the videos, <laughs> right? Immediately. Every fucking video boobs, of which boobs. he had uploaded three years worth um, daily stuff or whatever. Yeah. Changed, like, re like had it so that boob, 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 so boob. Funny. All of a sudden, YouTube is just full of boobs. And guess what? They're getting clicked on. Yeah. Everyone is like, oh, my God. He, they hit the algorithm. He becomes this rapid success. 
because he played the system, yeah. Yeah. right? Everyone started doing this. YouTube started making more systems to like keep that shit in check. Yeah. He moved over to MySpace and like it turned into some real scam shit. Like he was really like, scamming people from. We're talking about Mr. Oh, Safety. No. Mr. Safety was scamming. Yeah, that's very ironic. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, dude. No, he things got real bad with him, and there was a lot of legal shit, and like it, it just he took it too far. Like what was he doing on MySpace? Stuff? How was he? Um, private running? messages that like would end up like essentially Social getting security. people to, to yeah, honestly, <laughs> oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. like he was tricking motherfuckers because like he took he abused. The, like the idea of like kind of funny best friends. Yeah. He had this group of people and then took advantage of them. So he wrong, broke man. the code of the art of this. Totally. Uh, of the hustle. Totally, yeah. man. Like, it, it was hustling? real no, bad. No. no, I mean, it's hustling, but you're breaking hustle code. I, I really do think there's like there's a hustler hustle code. code. Yeah, man. Like, no, like, there's, there's, there's rules to shit where it's like all of a sudden it's not hustling. It's scamming. Hustling is about you're, working, right? Hustling is about working, working on your craft. What he did was actually a shortcut. You ain't really hustling if you're doing a shortcut. Is that yeah. the idea? Is it's that like a piece of power? That. It's just like don't don't fuck other people over. Yeah, yeah. like that's just decency. That was just like, abuse. Yeah. Decency. Yeah. 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 yeah, human yeah. decency, bro. Totally. <laughs> don't, don't but but up. anyways, like as all that was happening, it's like that. There was a, a real quick bubble that popped of all these people trying to make money at once, and then Google Google got really involved and was like, "We're gonna figure this out. We're gonna have a partner program. You can apply. You need there's like you need to have when you look at Twitch now. It was, that was kind of what yeah, it was, yeah. and all of a sudden that gave me a goal. All of a sudden, I'm oh, like, I can hit that. I was like, oh, fuck. You're telling me that if I get a thousand views on a video and a hundred subscribers, which back then was a huge fucking mm-hmm. deal, that I can apply to be a partner yeah. and then I can make money off of my things? Cool, I'm going to do that. And then that was the thing that I'm like, cool. And I feel like that idea there is applicable to every step of your career, no matter what you're doing, which is what is the next thing you got to do to unlock the next thing you got to do, Yeah. right? And you just keep fucking going. And that never stops. There's always going to be, yeah. this will allow me to do that. That will allow me to do this. Uh, well, I think so that's the important so thing too, because you're not focused on end game, right? Necessarily, you're focused on that next step mm-hmm. and then that step next step, step and then that next step. Because totally. I feel like a lot of people, they get that end game in their head and then they're just not hitting any goal because it's so unattainable at that mm-hmm. point where they're at, and then they get burned out. Yeah. For me, that's what I uh, what I see from a lot of people just in any hustle, right? You you want X, Y, and Z, but you're not even thinking about all this other stuff you you can do to get to X, Y, and Z. You're not setting the goals. You're Absolutely. not setting the short term. And thinking back then, it's like you know I jumped to that in so many ways. Like I I definitely did not do this perfectly. I yeah. I, I made many many mistakes. I waited way too long to do things that I should have been doing all along. Um, I made maybe like three or four talk to the camera, just here's my thoughts on this thing, yeah. videos. And they all were hits. They all, people, it resonated with people because it was uh, a novelty back then, especially to my friends. Yeah, now especially, there's every white guy on the, in the country uh, yeah, in the camera. It, this is what I think. No, exactly. <laughs> but like then it was just like, oh shit, like, like no one's doing this, yeah. right? Like I post on Facebook and people, they would listen because they're like, whoa. We thought that these videos were supposed to be just like, you know, home video shit, not like content, yeah. right? Yeah. So was that like your first foot into like the YouTube world where you were just making those those face-to-face videos? Yeah, so that wasn't even YouTube. That was on Facebook video. Okay, like, yeah. I so, liked, I just, I, okay. so I was I was doing stuff there. Um, and there, by doing all that, eventually I was like, sorry, I'm getting a little sidetracked here. What I'm, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like mistakes that I made, constantly I would talk to Kevin and be like, Oh man, here's my plan. Here's what I want to do, and he'd be like, "Why aren't you just doing it?" 
And I'd always have an excuse. It would always be something and like justifiable excuses, but they were excuses. Yeah. And I look back on it, I'm like, I should have been making a fucking daily video. All it had to be are like, here's my thoughts on this and just talk. Yeah. I'd be in a much different place. Yeah, because Granted, things worked out. Like, I'm not complaining. Yeah, but you were hitting that wild west where it really is something like that pops. And if mm. you did it consistently and if you did it like that, then it like, because nobody else was doing that, right? Besides I like mean, a handful of people, right? Yeah. And, but like, it's, it, people were doing it. Yeah. There's nothing well, like that the I was doing the- that, yeah, there was nothing I was doing that was uh, unique. But it's not the whole but, platform though. But that's the thing is like, there was, there was uh Food on the table to take. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's just like, especially if I could have just had that niche of I had in. a big audience already of just friends. Like, yeah. all it takes is a friend to share, to share. And this was Facebook. Facebook is built on sharing, yeah. right? Um, like, you, you look at BuzzFeed. And again, for all of the shit that you want to give it, BuzzFeed's entire dominance is based off the thing of, is it clear hey, man, this I believe this. Someone else is going to relate to that. Yeah. And if you relate to something, you want to share it with someone because it shows that you you identify with something. People want to identify with things, right? And I feel like that is what those videos did. Is you're like, oh shit, I can get some, I can get an opinion on something. I agree with this guy or I disagree with this guy. But that was a novelty, yeah. right? Um, but I pretty quickly went from like, oh man, I, I should be doing this to not doing it to instead being like. I'm going to start a production company. It's called Simply Complex. We got to make a logo. We got to make the t-shirts. We're going to sell this shit. We're going to do Wrong way to look at it. Now, granted, that taught me a lot of valuable things. How to use Illustrator. How to, like, what, what's the difference between Adobe Illustrator and Adobe Photoshop? Mm-hmm. Why would you use this? Why would you use that? All this different, like, random stuff. Like, how do you make t-shirts? What do those processes look like? What could an online storefront look like? Like, it definitely helped me in many ways. However... I shouldn't have been doing any of that. I should have been making videos. Yeah. yeah. Right? So Focusing I feel like it's on very the easy to get distracted by all of the extra shit because you're thinking of the end game. Yeah. You're not thinking. Like, I'm thinking of, like, when we're famous, we're going to sell shirts. Yeah, we got shirts. Know? But then who's going to buy the shirts if you don't have any audience? You don't have, you don't have Yeah, you yeah, don't you have know? content. So what are yeah. you going to go do? Yeah. Per, I mean, yeah. I, that, I think that's beautifully yeah. said. What Do you remember your first pop? Like, your first, like, video that? Yes. Um, it's still up right now. The, oh, I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of things. I mean, <laughs> so so here, here's the thing. It's like I had a lot of moments that felt huge to me um, because contextually they were. Yeah. I put up some stupid, like, jokey rap songs up on MySpace. And Beauty they got parodies? like, what's up? Parodies? Nah, not so much parody as much as just Originals, like. Originals, dog. Oh, sorry. I mean, there, there was some Tim, parody shit. Tim Getty's original. Was, yeah, yeah, no, Tim Getty original shit. Like, but it was like it was comedy focused. It was yeah, never. Yeah. It was never like fucking serious, right? Yeah. Um, but like twenty thousand listens, and like that's a lot. Th- that's a lot, that man. A lot. There's SoundCloud rappers that still don't get that shit. Yeah. Many of them, that's right? Crazy. Yeah. Even good people's aren't hitting yeah. those numbers. But I, I was, again, not the only one doing it because I never did anything original. If I was doing something. I saw someone else do it, and I'm like, I could do that too, but differently. It's back yeah, to the yeah, remix yeah, idea, yeah. right? Take the idea, but do it differently, right? I don't think there's a Make whole lot of original stuff you can do now, though. Like, at, at the time, I mean, even then, there, like you said, there are still people doing it, but it's so hard to do, like, carve out that real original, like, niche thing right now because there's so many videos on YouTube. There's so many people doing different things, so you really yeah. almost have to be like, Okay, somebody is doing this, but like, how am I going to make it? Well, don't reinvent the wheel as well, right? Like, that's the thing is, like, if something works, add your twist and go. Um, But yeah, so 
MySpace, I had a couple songs that like were really popping off, but like there's no context to that. 20,000 listens is a lot, but it's like, it, it was kind of just like, oh, it, it happened in a vacuum. It's yeah. just like, whoa, this happened. And it was a fun thing to tell my brother, like, dude, this, like, damn, Tim is sexy. The song got, you know, 7,000 listens, but like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? What's it do with it? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what? Like, okay, cool. Shit. Then what? Like, it's fun to tell my friends and like, they'd like, uh, look at it and, See that number be like, what the fuck? Like, 7,000 people listen to this? And, but that's what that would end. That's right? when popularity was just for popularity, right? There, totally. is no, there is no, like, money behind it. It was just like... <laughs> and granted, that still happens today. Like, the amount of times that my, my friends, uh, not industry friends, but just, like, my, my, my nor- the normies, right? Yeah. They would tell me. <laughs> and it's like, when, when shit will come up and, like, someone sees my, my Instagram, they're like, what the fuck? Like, how did you get that many likes? And they just freak out. But then that ends. Yeah. It yeah. goes away. Not That's not next. like that shit means nothing, yeah. really. You know? Yeah. But that at least inspired you a little bit, right? Like seeing those views, like, okay, I could do better. I could do better. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. That, that's, again, that's like that, totally. that hustle idea in you. Absolutely. So so then, like, my, my first pop, like, the real thing is because those things were happening. So there's always a little snap crackle yeah. going on. But the pop was came the pop? in high school. So, high school, I was, I was making dumb videos. Uh, I did a lot of, like, um, how to ask a girl out videos. So it's like, if, you, if you're familiar with my shit. Those were huge on YouTube familiar, too. Familiar with my shit now, it's like I do the like the proposal videos, right? Like yeah. all my best friends like getting engaged, like go out, like do some crazy ass thing to make a, a dope yeah. video. We did that shit in high school, but it was like how to ask a girl out because we're not fucking proposing. We're like how to ask a girl a prom, <laughs> prom right? right? You know, that type of shit. Promposals. Promposals, man. You did, you did that? We were fucking on you that shit. That? I swear to God. Okay, maybe <laughs> I said I didn't do anything original. That was my fucking shit, dude. <laughs> and I had that on lock. Like, I really, really, really did. But, the uh, prom guy. You're like, but, oh, I need pedals in the lockers. I need rose pedals everywhere. Uh, as soon as you with the microphone, he's shaking all the, the, the high schoolers around. <laughs> get the Jimmy, I need one of your ace stat. Overcome right now. Man. Uh, I wish it was that. Uh, some of the things we did were <laughs> embarrassingly cringeworthy. But, but like they said, yes. it worked. They said yes, and like it made <laughs> content that people words. enjoyed. That's awesome. Things are always going to be cringeworthy, and like at the end of the day, I'm so proud of that shit. Like no matter what, I, it I, is, I cringe I'm is always what gets me though. Like, What's up? S- seeing somebody cringe like those cringy videos, mm-hmm. I hate to see it, but then I love it at the same time. Yeah, it's, like, damn. it's just. It's just it's a lot, but um, so I did. I was doing all those in high school, but it wasn't until my senior year, so 2007, uh, talent show at at Lowell, where I had seen the talent show every year because it's kind of like a big event, right? Yeah. And there was some dope shit. Like people did some really really cool shit. There was this dude that jumped through hoops. And the hoops were on fire. It was <laughs> oh, fucking shit. crazy, man. That's cool. Uh, it was yeah man it was, that, it was crazy <laughs> um but anyways uh there were there was uh when it, it came to my senior year i was like all right i'm gonna win this shit like i'm gonna fucking win the talent show there's nothing cooler than that so what we did was the super mario brothers live thing yeah. where we had a black curtain behind us mm. people were wearing all black and remember that matrix video mm-hmm. the ping pong matrix thing yeah, where it's like okay. everything like was, i know whatever. yeah I directed that, and me and my friends and my brother uh, practiced for like two days. We made a bunch of like Koopas and Goombas and like all yeah. this shit, and we did Mario live on stage, and people lost their fucking minds. There was probably a thousand people in the the audience, and it was like standing ovation of That's people dope. just going absolutely ape shit for us. So much so that they demanded an encore, 
And so we did an encore. We did it again. Uh, <laughs> the same thing? The same, same thing. Same thing. That's That's you got. I mean, it was pre-programmed. Like, I don't know what people <laughs> fucking expected. But they. But the, now that they knew it was yeah. happening, it was so much fun because... So, so what happened was we did it. More people did stuff. We won. I got a giant check. Nice. Um, and then, uh, then they demanded an encore. We did the encore. But as we were doing it, like the audience was so into it because they knew it was going to happen. Yeah. So everyone was just fucking like, get yeah. the star! Get the star! <laughs> and it's just like, it, I, I have never felt, uh, at that point in my life, never felt that alive. Yeah. Where I'm like, this is what I fucking want to do. Like, this is so rad. And that's the first drug, huh? Well, as soon as so you dude, get that like, pop, you're like. So dude, that's, that's just the beginning. That's just, that's just the beginning. I go home and I have never felt better. I was like, that was the fucking coolest thing. Holy shit. Let's fucking go. I go home. I go online. First thing I do, go on Facebook, go on MySpace, try to find people that posted the video. Yeah. Like, did anyone record this? Yeah. Because I didn't. Damn. I didn't Damn. Fucking Tim Getty's slipping. Dude. Did you catch dude. anyone? That's not Tim Getty's. Tim Getty's now films everything. Yeah. Anything he could possibly get a click on. I found. <laughs> One person, my friend Denise. Okay. Denise as <laughs> she went. Shut up. She was uh, MySpace famous. She no was. fucking lie. She was How the, many? the How most many? famous person I knew at that point in my life. She was just a girl in my class. And you were the Barbados? But it was like, this is the Tila Tequila days. Oh, right? yeah. oh. And Denise was her like online persona. And <laughs> dude, she had thousands of friends. Holy shit. And in a time when like, Anybody that I knew, Max had a hundred plus, you Tom. know, but and yeah, and everyone had Tom, <laughs> but like she was like, uh, you know, e girl before e girls, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, I always thought she was hella cool for that, just because yeah. I was, I've always been into that shit, yeah, um, but she didn't do stuff, she was just a girl, yeah, <laughs> she was just a girl with like that, not even like what that means nowadays, yeah, like because that gives a picture in your head, yeah, it's, yeah. it wasn't, she was just a girl in my math class, like. Nothing special. Um, girl and, on the internet. And but Everyone's it was, it was just, no, but it was like she was the girl that had the like H, the best HTML graphics. Mm. She always had the hottest song on her MySpace. That's it was just one. like that type of shit. Yeah, yeah. Right? curator. She was curator. a curator for the time. I don't even know, man. It's hard to explain. <laughs> that was a big thing on MySpace. MySpace was it was. Thing, it was in the background. Like yeah, 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 point. The so, uh, but but what this comes down to is her YouTube channel had it. And, she had YouTube. Uh, she just had a YouTube channel, personal YouTube channel. Okay. And they had, she had maybe like one video that was like her and her friends in the the uh, courtyard of high school, like fucking laughing because someone's dancing on a table, and it had fourteen views. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Dumbass. Doesn't even yeah, have yeah. a title. Just has the like code, the HT two six two five. No, literally whatever dot img whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's that right. But she had a video that was like. I had, yeah. Like Lowell High School, Tim Gettys, uh, like w talent show winner, whatever the fuck. And I click it, I'm like, oh fuck! And it was a, a video of the encore, so like it it wasn't the best version. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. a lot more mistakes and shit. But I was just like, oh shit! At least at least someone captured this yeah, yeah. on video. Like that's fucking cool. And uh, I was so stoked. I showed my mom and I showed like everyone that I could um, that night. So with my brother like four times, and then uh, <laughs> even though he was in it. And uh, I go to sleep. And then I wake up the next morning. And I was like looking at this and I, I get a text message. And like it was a different time. Flip phones and shit. I get a text message from Denise. And she's just like, Tim, like my computer's blowing up. My email keeps getting shit from YouTube with different awards. 
And this is back when YouTube had like honors where it's like, this is the video of the week or something. This is right? the tenth most viewed video today. Oh, this shit. is the ninth shit. most viewed. That's this is the nuts. eighth most viewed. It became the number one most viewed video that day. Shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Immediately get crazy. jealous that it's not on my channel. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, right God away. Damn God damn it, Denise Nicole. <laughs> um, but I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Next thing I know, a million views. A wow. million damn. fucking hey, YouTube back views, then, too. A million dude. views. Back then? Yeah. On her, yeah. It was number one. It was the number one fucking on, video, like, dude. It would actually be on news channels or something. like sometimes Totally. It would be on viral. Yeah, yeah. Now, viral today. videos on YouTube, and they would actually announce it on the news. like KTLA in the morning. Damn. So that was this shit went so viral God damn. that whatever that happens and I was feeling myself like way too hard um, <laughs> to this day. But uh, let's, let's, let's flash forward a couple months, right? Graduate high school is what it is. Cool. Great. Um, that video did not get me laid. Um, and then Upsetting. months later, <laughs> so in between high school and college, like, so this summer, right? Yeah. I'm chilling, having a great time. Alfredo's essentially living at my house. We're playing video games every night. Um, I fall asleep and I wake up. My dad wakes me up at like 1 p.m. on some random ass day. And he was like, hey, uh, you got a phone call. Um, I got the number. You can call him back. And I was just like, who, who was it? And he was like, oh, I don't know. I wrote it down, like whatever. And I was like, uh. so I went back to sleep. It's like, who the fuck would be calling me? Like, that's, Did that's he know, super though? Super weird. Because they called my house, the house phone. Yeah, they would hit him up. Yeah. And I'm house like, phones like never yeah, forget house phone, but like I forgot even <laughs> by that point. I'm like, I'm not using a house phone. Who the fuck's calling me? Who has my house phone number? That's really fucking weird. And uh, when I eventually woke up again, uh, my dad came up to me. He was, like, he was like, "Hey, like, did you call that person back?" And I was just like, "No, oh fuck, I totally forgot." He's like, "Oh no, dude, it sounded really important." Hmm. And I'm like, "Oh shit, all right." So I went over and I look at the little uh, paper that he had. There was a phone number, and it just said. Adam Sandler. Get the fuck out of here. And I was like, <laughs> Your dad's like, I don't know. And, and my dad, no idea who Adam Sandler was. <laughs> 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 no, no fucking idea. And I was just like, like, I don't know. Okay. Like, I, for me, I didn't even think it's Adam Sandler. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck's Adam the? Sandler? It must be a different Adam Sandler. Yeah. So I called the number back and some woman answers. Something answered in like one of his accents. <laughs> <laughs> Someone answered. She was like, "Oh, hey, hey, is this Tim?" I was like, "Yeah, who's this?" And uh, she was <laughs> like, "Oh, uh, my name's Melinda. Um, I am an assistant uh, for Adam Sandler and his production company. Um, he actually, uh, he's launching a new show called The Gong Show on Comedy Central." And oh, uh, the Gong Show is I a remember, yeah. classic '70s game yeah. show. Uh, where essentially um, people come on with different talents and there would be judges and they either get the pass or they get the gong and they get booted off. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Whatever. Adam Sandler was rebooting the show on Comedy Central. And she was like, he, uh, a bunch of people were talent scouted or whatever. He came across your video on YouTube doing the Mario thing. You weren't just scouted. He was like, like Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler recommended like, your video to us. And, and she was like, I, I can't believe you didn't answer the phone earlier. Like, he called you. And I was uh, like, what? Your dad talked to Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like, even know. Yeah, yeah, I'll give him a call back. Yeah, sounds good. I'll call you back. And then like, Adam Sandler must have been like, so, he doesn't fucking know me. <laughs> moving forward in this process, I'm losing my fucking mind. I'm like, what is happening right now? Me and Alfredo were literally just dancing with joy. Like, this is our it's break, man. Dope. Like, we're fucking doing it. 
And uh, it was around, like, we're, we're freaking out. And over the next course of, the, let's say, month, right, back and forth with this woman, um, I eventually talked to Adam Sandler, like, on the phone. Hey. I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm calling everyone I know. Like, <laughs> bitches, I need <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Uh, and uh, eventually, like, I just kept getting more and more bad news. I, I like people got like, hey, so they're, they're gonna fly you down to LA, you and wh whoever you need. Um, like, we'll, we'll do all this stuff, it's gonna be great, you're gonna perform. A week later, hey, so we're gonna do that, um, but you need to get everything like uh, cleared for like like copyrights and samples and stuff oh, sure. and whatever. And I was like, all right. And then they come back, hey, uh, so Nintendo, uh, they're not gonna let you use any of their of their music, their mm. actual music. So you're gonna have to get like remixes or whatever. And I'm like, oh, all right. no. So I went in and I, I, I I market. I hustled fucking hard. Like this was That's the peak one. hustling. Where I went on MySpace, I hit up every video game remixer that I I listened to, yeah. and I was like, "Here's the situation. Can you make me a remix of this, please? It'll be on TV. Like whatever." Got a bunch of shit. Got it together. Edited, edited, edited. Taught myself how to do all this shit. Yeah. Made a new mix that didn't use any Nintendo stuff. It used the songs, but remixed. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, eventually sent it to them. They're like, "All right, this works. This works, but this doesn't fucking work." Wow. And I'm like, oh, Why it, was, it, work? it was the underwater music. They're like, oh, this shit. is too similar to the original. Like, it's not enough of a remix. Nintendo says it's not going to pass their thing. And I'm panicking. I'm like, mm. I have days at this point where I'm like, I, there's no way I can fucking finish this. And this comes back to the, when you have a problem, you got to fucking figure you it out. Figure I was like, I got a mic. I can make sounds with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I was just, just like, you with the, the, the I, I, I was like, I was recorder. like, all right, I can't do the Mario underwater music. And I was like, what if I just fucking started making sounds that sound like it could be a Mario Underwater yeah. song? And I literally start going, do 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 Just that. And I'm like, when I played it back, I'm like, no one's, gonna, no one's gonna know the fucking difference. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds yeah. stupid because it's me singing, but like, it sounds like underwater music. Yeah. Like, it, the idea's there, <laughs> great. Ship it, send it over. They're like, yo, you just went through the fucking gauntlet. Like, I don't know how you, Solved every fucking problem, but like, yeah. yo, you're good. That's dude. rewarding in itself. Oh yeah, like just like, to be let's like, fucking go. We d we're honestly just expecting you not to come. <laughs> like yeah, another obstacle, they put you in a corner though. Yeah, That's the thing, right? Yeah. Next day, hey, <laughs> we're gonna book your flights to LA. Like next week, you're gonna fly. Whatever. I'm like, fucking, we're doing it, dude. The day after that, I got a call. Gets canceled. Hey, Nintendo straight up gave a cease and desist. <laughs> Damn. Damn, you're done. And I got so sad. That was your like, I was like, Melinda, Melinda, why would you do yeah. that? <laughs> like, oh, come on. That like, like, I was like, I'll do anything. Like, let me on this fucking show. Like, yeah. I'll come up with a new talent right now. And uh, I didn't I didn't get to go on the Fuck. show. So that was the big pop. But it ended up failing, failing miserably. Uh, we're going hell along here. But, like, to get to where That's I think good. you want me to go, to, to jump from that pop, to where I'm at now. Yeah. Because it, it is a one for one. That happens a couple years later. Um, like at this point, again, I'm not in the fucking industry. I don't know anyone in the industry. That is such a foreign concept to me. I'm a 17 year old kid mm -hmm. that got a call from Adam Sandler and failed. Um, and at that point, uh, I my dream was to go to E3. Like a yeah. fucking kid that plays yeah. video games. True. It's like E3 is the coolest thing ever. Nothing could possibly be better than that. I need to go to fucking E3. Mm -hmm. Any opportunity to get, I'm going to go. 
Never an opportunity. That's never going to fucking happen. How would that fucking happen? Eventually, PlayStation had a contest. PlayStation blog. And Tim Gettys is there on a contest. They were like, this is what started the whole contest thing for me. Where they were like, like, A, we're going to send three people out to E3. Uh, if you make a, a PlayStation commercial. This is the Kevin Butler days. So the, yeah. the dear oh, PlayStation, yeah, yeah. blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. So we made a bunch of videos. We won two out of three. Me and Alfredo go, get to go to E3. Fuck yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Made We're at happened. E3. Wait, so you each submitted you know? your own video? We d directed, filmed, edited, different videos. The chances of that, yeah. that was pretty so, dumb. Uh, the other winner, uh, Peter Butter, Peter Peanut Butter Gamer, who is a YouTuber now. Hmm. Mega fucking famous. Like... He's there. Millions of views on shit. Meanwhile, we're here. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Still good. Still good. Mm -hmm. Got the nice LED wall. So we're at E3. We're at E3 having the time of our lives, like freaking the fuck out just to be there. But this is where the hustle kicked in for me, where I'm like, all right, I am at the holy mecca. I'm mm -hmm. surrounded by video games. Like, I got to go to the PlayStation press conference. Like, it was a fucking awesome time. But I was like, how do I turn this into forever? Like, I need to talk to somebody. Like, I need to make a move here. And my first thought was, I was like, all right, IGN is in San Francisco. I know that. Mm -hmm. I was like, Ooh. I can't work for a video game company. Like, yeah, I'm I have not, no I'm talent. Not make a video game. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I was like, but IGN, like, they do video. I can do video. Yeah. You know? And I went up to the uh, IGN booth. And I literally just walked up to it. Jessica Chobot was hosting uh, a live daily fix. Yeah. And I just like walked up to her Shit. <laughs> after she finished the thing. Excuse me, you do the and, hiring, and, miss. And, and I was just like, I was like, like, uh, uh, hey, I'm Tim Gettys. Uh, I'm from San Francisco. I'm going to school at SF State. I do video production. Uh, I don't know if you guys are doing internships or whatever, but who should I talk to? Nice. What'd and she to the like, host, she like said Jessica <laughs> fucking Chobot. And dude, I've known Jess now. I mean, I that that was I, you know I met her then I didn't really meet her. I met her a couple of years after that so I've now known her a decade and like goddamn I caught her on a good day I cannot believe how nice she was to me not that she's not super nice but like just a random come she must you at e, like, a random dude yeah, yeah. at E3 when That's you're stressed out That's your usually fucking not mind move. not the fucking move yeah, totally you know not the right. move man for anybody listening who thinks that's a good idea do not don't do, do it, it. Just don't come up do story. it. I got her at the right time, though, and, and she was like, oh, hey, Eric Hart, you should go talk to this dude, Eric Hart. He, he got you. Yeah, you shot your shot. And I was like, cool. <laughs> I had no idea who the fuck Eric Hart was. <laughs> uh, so I was like, ah. Going around so then, Do you know um, who Eric Hart is? Literally, <laughs> literally going around. Hey, uh, is Eric Hart here? Is Eric Hart here? Like, to anyone at the IGN booth. Eventually, this dude, David Clayman, was like, oh, that's Eric Hart. It's like, fuck. Oh, fuck. Awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. So I see Eric, and I was like, hey, I'm Tim. Uh, I, I'm the guy. I, I, I do SF State, uh, video production, internship, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, shit. Hey, cool. Send me uh, an email. And like, he gave me a card. He's like, send me an email. And uh, if you have like a, a resume or, or link to anything that you've done, like, let, let me know. I was like, cool, man. Have a great day. I walk away. I'm like, Fuck yeah, I got a job. This is fucking rad. Um, and that's not how that went. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it kind of did. So I emailed him, no response for a while. Yeah. But I emailed him just saying, hey, I'm Tim. I met you at E3, blah, blah, blah. 
I, I don't have a, a resume or whatever. Or no, 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 that's not true. I made a resume for this. Yeah. yeah. Because I fucking have yeah. to. <laughs> made a resume, sent him it. And I was like, my resume's fine. But I was like, but this is what I'm known for. <laughs> and I sent the Mario, a link to the Mario video, the yeah. Denisical version that's of a, the Mario mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. And I was like, gotta yeah, do the one with the views. Went, you got to do the one with the of views. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this one went kind of viral. So what's up? He responds eventually. And he goes, holy shit, you made the Mario video? I was like, yeah, what's up, B? <laughs> Let's <laughs> got that clout. Fucking go. And he was like, hey, come in next week. Holy shit. You're our intern. And You're our video. Say no that's more. also a very uh, narrow window, too, because IGN doesn't do intern. They did like interns for like what? What was that? That time period? It was like a sliver, sliver of like, two, uh, like a year? So they did interns forever. They did interns for like, forever. Fox bought them. Fox had some shady intern shit going on. It was like mm-hmm. Me Too before Me Too. Um, and like it got real, real nasty and real bad. Mm. So they were like, no more fucking interns. Damn. We're just not doing interns. So they got cut off. I was their first intern in hella long. And Whoa. Eric was just like, no, we, this kid has it, man. Like, yeah. trust me, this kid fucking has it. And he put so much on the line for me. And I, it's crazy. Like, to this day, heart. I fucking love him. But uh, we... In the email, he's just like, hey, come this day, third floor, the address, blah, blah, blah. Um, you're going to want to meet, like, the the person that's, like, he's like, I'm going to be your direct, like, boss, boss or whatever. But, like, the boss that you're meeting, like, the guy that you need to see is the guy that runs everything. Or, no, he didn't say the guy. He was just like, uh, the person that runs everything is Fran Mirabella. Cool. So go, go, go meet Fran when you get there. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so I show up. My little fucking suit on, you know what I mean? Worst decision I Yeah, IGN, made that's not a suit culture either. <laughs> you gotta show up though, man. You're standing out at least. I show up, up and I'm sitting there First and I'm like just waiting. I walk up to the receptionist. I'm like, what's up? You know, uh, <laughs> looking for Fran. And they're like, oh, you can sit down. Uh, like, just sit over here. Just wait, just wait, story. just wait. And I'm sitting. And this motherfucker makes me wait like 30 minutes. Like, just Damn. sitting there sweating, like, watching people walk in, feeling awkward as fuck. All of a sudden, Eric comes up. He was like, hey, wait a minute. Like, why are you still here? And I was like, oh, I'm still waiting. And he's like, friend still hasn't come? And I was like, no. And he's like, god damn it. He's like, sorry, man. And then, like, Eric took me to lunch, and we, like, caught up. And, like, we became really close friends. Like, off the bat, it was just yeah. like, we, we just vibed. And I get back, and Eric's like, you know, let me, let me introduce you to Fran. And we go, and he brings me to Fran's office. And Eric, like, opens the door, and I look in, and I'm, like, kind of confused. And then he goes, oh, this is Fran. And then Fran's all like, oh, hey, 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 Tim. I'm Fran. <laughs> man, man, man. And I was great just like, if I knew. fuck. We go through. <laughs> nice dude. It's all great. Like, we, we kind of get along too. But, like, you know, he's fucking weird as hell because he's Fran. Whatever. I leave. <laughs> Good hair, though. And I look at Eric and I'm just like, I can't believe Fran's a man. <laughs> he's a, he's a real I've person. I've been sitting there all uh. day waiting for a woman to walk up to me. <laughs> Fran Mirabella. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this little fuck walks in. <laughs> hey, hey, uh. You know what I mean? Then I'm stuck with him for fucking five years. Now here I am, stuck with him for longer. God damn. <laughs> the uh, mom, uh, but anyways, boss, like, that's the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, so obviously you, I think, have done the most originals. Like, I... From your time at IGN doing, like, all your, like, one-off, like, pieces of content, I think mm-hmm. that's the most I've ever seen them kind of give someone for, like, one-off pieces of content, especially from behind the camera. To be clear, they didn't give me any, well, yeah, any you, of that. Like, I, I, I know, I shit. fought tooth and nail to get it done. And, and it was honestly, one of those things where you make it and you're like, hey, 
I made this. Do you want this? Like, did you ever do that move? Where it's like. It was more, hey, I made this. I'm uploading it to the channel. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, you know, it got like 100,000 views. And so I'm like, well, fuck your videos ain't getting that <laughs> shit. And they're just like, well, you're right. You know? Uh, and that kind of kept happening. And then I got a bit more buy in. And then I, you start learning the politics. You start you learning to, yeah. how to make things happen. The Avengers Boy Band video. I fucking love it. One of the stupidest things I've ever made. Uh, but I love it. It's just like yeah. the most creative passion that a group of people that surrounding me have ever put into one thing at that point. No. Yeah. And it's an Avengers boy band video. And how did I get that video made? How? It's simple. Tell us how. <laughs> I went up to Fran and I was like, hey, Fran, do you want to be in this video? <laughs> Approved That's everything, everything you know. Big names. Approved, <laughs> right? And I got all the key makers to get involved to be in the goddamn video. And Next thing them. you know, the video's being made. Politics 101. Play these motherfuckers like a fit. Get the people to approve it yeah. in it. Mm -hmm. Make it in. It's easy. Yeah. But, I mean, jokes, hustle, jokes gotta... aside, like, that... That's step one. They wouldn't have done that if they didn't already have buy-in on me of yeah. like understanding what they were getting into. But then that also gave me the opportunity to really prove what I'm worth and like mm -hmm. prove that I know what I'm talking about and like that I that I that I should get these opportunities. But that also meant that I could have fucked up really bad. Yeah. You know? And luckily I didn't then, at least. Like I think looking back. No. We made a lot of bad calls with a lot of the original content. Like, what? Yeah, that, I, I was we gonna ask you wrong. that. What regret? Not necessarily like, oh, I should never done this necessarily, but like, what have you put so much work into, and the result was just not there? That it would just been better not to have done it necessarily. It's not so much that, and you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. So it's like there, there's nothing that I would have changed uh, of content that I made. I would have made more yeah. for sure. Going back to the Philip DeFranco conversation, like that type of stuff. But like, I just. It's one of those things where a lesson that I wish that I could go back in time and tell myself then that wouldn't really mean anything because I wouldn't want to change anything because, like, I needed that to get where I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that type yeah. of bullshit. It's just like, yo, Tim, you're not right. Like, you're a snot-nosed kid that really thinks that he, he knows everything. Yeah. And, like... It's, you need to not be that way. So you your attitude, you're saying. It, 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 like, I was always positive. I was always good. I was always easy to work with. Be easy to work with. Yeah. That is the fucking key to anything. People are going to want to help you. You are going to make better content. Everything's better when you're easy to work with. Yeah. So it wasn't that. It was just very like a personal thing to me where I, I just was like, like, oh, you, you think you're going to do that way? Well, the right way is to do this. You know? Yeah. Okay. That's I fair. wouldn't necessarily even need to say it to them. Yeah. It would never be a thing where it caused issues with me and other people. Yeah. It would be more a thing of like to myself, I should have been more open to to learning and to caring. And like, you know, the flip of that is true where people like Eric and and Fran and Darren Brazil. Yeah. Um Chad, Jaren. they all respected me as an equal and they listened to me even though I was under them. That to me taught me more than school ever did. Where it's like, holy shit, understanding what we do and being a functioning part of a team is to never think you're above someone else and to never tell someone what to do, but instead talk to them about how to do something and listen to the feedback and work through whatever it is. It's going to be a better end product if you do that. And 
to this day, nice, yeah. Eric and Darren them like will treat me like an equal. Yeah, you know. And granted, over the years, I've been able to to become closer to an equal. But from that, I have learned to whether you know it's Barrett, whether it's you, whether it's my brother, whether it's like anybody around me. Blessing is a good example. Yeah. Like, it's not even necessarily people that, that are, we work with, but it's just people that are doing what we do is be there for them. Listen, not, not just be there for them. Be a resource to them. Give them anything that I possibly can. Which is can. so unheard of, just in it general. It shouldn't be, though. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. That's it what really is, is, yeah. makes you guys, like you, especially you, and Greg, so unique. And Greg is all yeah. about it, too, man. And it's like, it's some real fucking shit. Yeah. Because we believe in that. Greg got the same opportunities that I did from different people in different ways. You need someone to be like, hey, man, I'm going to do this. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to help you. But it can't end there. You yeah. need to be able to learn from them. You yep. need to be able to look at the people younger than you. And it's not just age. It's it's everything. It's experience. It's fucking like, like it just you need to take all of it out and just go in as equals. What can I learn from you? What can you learn from me? Yeah. And listen to them. You can't just lecture people, lecture people, lecture people. They'll get something out of that. They're not going to get everything out of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What they'll get the most out of is you talking to them, them giving you feedback on that, them telling you things and seeing how you react to it. It's like, it's not necessarily that they're right. Given to it's that you're listening to them, yeah. right? Yeah. And I feel like that is that is so key and people just miss it, miss it all the damn time. Like, you should never treat someone like you're their boss. So, yeah, and then at the same time, you're also paying it forward too, right? Given 100%. the opportunities. That's one thing I always, like, I'm always forever grateful for you, especially for that uh, kind of funny uh, live opportunity. Um, I mean, I mean, the opportunities you've given me, like, again, still so appreciative. And I mean, dude, uh, thank you you're because welcome. you're well, and also you're welcome. <laughs> you're but it's like, it, it, to me, that's a perfect example. I didn't need to do that for you. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not about that. You're a best friend. You're somebody, and you did cool shit. You made our content better. You called me out. You did the crash shit. All of that was good content on the morning show, where we're just like, who the fuck is this kid? Like, we didn't know you. Like, yeah. we haven't met you. Like, you're just a kid <laughs> that is making wrestling promos about us. And it's just like, damn, dude. That is awesome. Of course, if there's an opportunity that comes up to, like, integrate that more. You earned it. Right? Yeah. It's listening. I appreciate that. Right? But yeah, yeah. But it's like, I think about Andy, right? Yeah. Andy works here for one clear reason. Like the one, his pop that he had was he designed art of us. Really dope art. Oh. The Gamescast art yeah. like that you see. Like he drew like me as Ash and uh, Colin as Mega Man, uh, Nick as uh, Lil Mac and Greg as Snake. Snake. And he just sent that to us. And it was just like, just you just tweeted at us. I was like, "Whoa, this is some dope shit." You hired. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> he, you know, a couple weeks later, like tweeted some other like stupid fan art of a joke that we made. And it's like, "Oh fuck, this is dope." Then all of a sudden, it's like Maximum Cortez, like he he makes dope stuff. All of a sudden, it was like, oh, "We need to design some shirts." Fuck, who can we get to design shirts? And that's your guy. Oh, that Maximum Cortez kid that's really gets guy. it. Like yep. he he knows what we want. And then I called him. We talked, and like all of a sudden, it was just like I was like, "Hey, man, here's what here's what we need. Are you down? Are you interested? Whatever." We talk, and he's like, "Oh my god!" Like he was just soaked, obviously. Um, he was just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." But he was like, "Oh, but like, what about this?" And like, I listened. You know, yeah. it's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, you're cool. right. You're on the other side. You know what they want from this. Yeah. You know, and it's that type of like give, take, give, and take. Next, you know, he's working with us. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys have always been phenomenal at that. Now, I, I kind of want to finish out the story real quick. Mm-hmm. If, of course. So you, you grow an IGN, right? And then you leave to make kind of funny, right? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's some build up to that. Game mm-hmm. Over Greggy was a thing. You, guys, oh, you were helping stuff. out with yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, VidCon, blah, blah, blah. You've heard that story. Yeah, yeah, a million <laughs> times, right? Uh, your mindset going into that, was it a are we going to be a successful thing? Like, was it, were you ever scared of just like kind of scraping by for a while? Like what, what was your mindset? Going I don't want this to come off part? the wrong way. No, no. But, be uh, confident. I'd be like, I, 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 <laughs> could, like the truth of this is I wasn't scared for a single second about leaving IGN and making kind of funny. That's good. I okay. was 100% confident. I don't think any of the other guys were. Uh, they were very confident, yeah. Um, but they they all had in different ways a fear this way, a fear that way. Yeah. I do think that my utter confidence made Greg feel a lot better. Yeah. Where he was just like, "Oh, we got this." You know what I mean? And the the we've always had this thing between us where it's kind of like, "All right, like Nick needs to worry a bit more than we do." Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. Greg's 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 not going to think about anything. He's just going to go, 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 go. And I'm going to be in the back scheme and thinking like, okay, cool. If Greg's doing that, how do I make money off that? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, if we make money off that, what do we do with that money? You know, and how do we invest that? How do we grow? What do we yeah. do? Like, what are, what are the steps? So it's like, I had that confidence because it's not just like, I'm the fucking best. I would have not had the confidence to leave by myself. Yeah. I had 100% confidence in the team. I had 100% confidence that yeah. Greg was going to keep going 140 miles per hour and Nick was going to, like, be right. Like, Nick's kind of getting pulled on the back of the horse, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But he's Slow at least down. slowing him down enough so he doesn't run into anything, <laughs> right? And I just kind of get to sit back and, like, see where the horse is running and, like, make bets. <laughs> if Patreon never happened, yeah. is this the thing? Like, did you think you would have left as soon as... Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. Would you have left we, later? There was no plan to leave. There was no plan was Patreon to presenting leave itself. IGN. Patreon happened when we launched on September 14th in 2014, and in a day got 10K a month. It was like, wow. oh, fuck. Like, yeah. we weren't expecting that at all. Then that caused a lot of sideway glances at IGN and a lot of, like, sure. a lot of shade, a lot of, like, shitty stuff, right? Yeah. Do you t- a lot of jealousy. Did you a tell them that you were doing the Patreon? No. So <laughs> here's my thing. I can't. I, there's two sides to every story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for all these people like throwing shade and whatever, it's like, all right, we didn't really necessarily do things the right way. And like, to be honest, we, we it's not that we did it the wrong way. We did tell them we were going to do it. The day before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> the day before. I mean, we we told hey. Fran, right? Fran was at that point. Fran was me, Greg, and Nick's boss. Colin uh, was still on editorial, but Greg yeah. had been moved over to to video, and so Fran was our boss. Fran had two bosses above him, right? <laughs> so going through all of this, it's like Fran's also one of our best friends. So yeah. it's like we weren't trying to fuck him over yeah, yeah, yeah. at all. I mean, I just the see circumstances with how things are yeah. now, but it's like him. all right, exactly. Um, but going through with all that stuff, it was kind of like we knew the bullshit we were going to face if we gave them the option to mm. say yes or no. And we knew that we were allowed to do it. Like, there was nothing that said we couldn't. And there's no compete clause in the. Uh, well, now there is. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Started it. Yeah, you know I mean, and it, it was just like, but like, we kind of were the only ones bold enough to do, to, it. To do it. And that 
started That's a amazing. ripple effect. But like, but the thing there is that we made the choice, the shady choice, if yeah. you want to look at it that way, of, yeah, we're going to tell them, but we're not going to give them the time to have an option. Yeah, because then you go through the whole, the whole corporate happen. thing. Oh, my God. It, like, wouldn't, it would not Oh, well, you happened. can't do this, or I need you mm-hmm. to sign this, or you can't do Because, again, it's kind of like the production thing where they're going to just give you more obstacles and obstacles like hey you can't do this because of this totally, and then you're going to totally. go back and rebrand your stuff and you're like no I don't want to do any of that and now the, to be the fair best, yeah. I don't blame him I can't <laughs> blame him you can't man. blame him you can't you know blame him I mean? it's like it hits a point where it's just like oh fuck man like it essentially was four of in whatever fields we were in within the IGN like four of the top guys kind of strongholding together and just like being like we're in control now Wow. That ain't cool. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not cool. But the thing is, we didn't mean it that way. Like, we, weren't, we weren't like big dicks swinging. You were like, <laughs> like, doing something for you guys. It's like, like yeah. we're doing this. Like, leave us the fuck alone. Like, we're going to keep doing what we've been doing for you for years. Like, stop. Like, whatever. But I understand the fear, right? Of but course. the problem, and when I talk about a lot of the shade, a lot of that came from the people that had nothing to do with any of those yeah, decisions yeah. that just see things happening. Mm-hmm. And it's, it roots buyers. from jealousy, man. Yeah. It roots from bit. people that are looking and they're just like, oh, how come they get to do that? Because yeah. you're it's working, like, you're grinding for it, though. But it's like, we didn't get to do it. We just did it. And yeah. it's just like, it was so funny seeing the amount of people launch YouTube channels that lasted two weeks because they realized how much fucking work went into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. At that point, we'd been making Game Over Grady's show for a year and a half. That you know does I mean? lead into my next question, though. YouTube burnout. Mm-hmm. You see, I mean, I've seen countless YouTube, YouTube groups, YouTube mm-hmm. channels go under. Um, what, like... For you, what's the burnout? Like, do you get burned out? Because even yeah. me, especially with, like, you know, like a, a full-time, like, real job, right? And then coming home and then, you know, doing a myriad of shows or yeah. editing this or whatever. What, what's the – have you been legitimately burned out before? Oh, my God. I mean, it, it's rare that I'm not. Like, yeah. it's, it's the reality of things. Like, when you love something, the line between your, your, your free time and your job time starts to blur. That's bad. It's all about balance. It's about relationships. It's about having a team. I can't go back to that enough. It's about having people that are equally as passionate as you to rely on and to uh, fall back on and to be there for at any moment. And we are lucky here at Kind of Funny that we have that to a T. And we are able to balance and shift and go back and forth. And it's like, you know, honestly, it's... Same shit, different day, where it's always going to be a new challenge. There's always going to be something different. And it's like, whether you're a, a struggling, like, smaller channel that's, like, just getting you know, 12 views a video and, you know, feels like it's not worth it, that feeling is equally burnoutable and, like, stressful as a channel our size that is, you know, s- struggling to... Uh, or, struggling is not the right word, but like you know, you're not, fine. It's we're, just... we're not making millions of dollars. We're yeah. not getting millions of views. Like we are staying where we're at. The place is a good place, yeah, and it's killer. That's equally as stressful as channels that are that have millions of subs. That oh man, they're not getting five million views a yeah. video. Now they're getting two million views a video. I'd fucking kill for yeah. two million views a video. But to them, that that's drop. A three million drop. That's a big drop. Yeah. That stresses them out equally. Burnout's going to be there no matter what. Yeah. You need to be able to, to find how to deal with it yourself. And I, I feel like so much of that, it comes down to honesty and communication, yeah. just like every yeah. relationship. And you need a team of people, whether that's friends, family, uh, partners, whatever it is, you need people that you can talk to, 
work things through, and just keep pushing forward and address issues when there are issues. Do you... Sorry. Uh, I want to say something real quick. Um, after them go back to the launch of Kind of Funny, so like after you guys launched Kind of Funny, was like joining Rooster Teeth Network, was that always part of the plan or was that just kind of happen? No. Nothing's ever part of the plan. Things okay. just fucking happen and you need to decide how to react to it. Like, They hit you up like, hey, uh, guys. Yes. No, straight up. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the, the, the quick... Have version. you already been there to Rooster Teeth though? When they kind of okay, so sorry. <laughs> the, ro- the Rooster Teeth thing, in a, in a quick nutshell, is I've been a Rooster Teeth fan since literally day one. I saw Red versus Blue the day it got uploaded. Mm-hmm. I uh, when they first launched usernames on Rooster I got Tim Gettys, and I've had it since then. Like if you go to Rooster now, you can see Tim Gettys user since two thousand four. Like fresh. that's fucking nuts, yeah, right? Yeah. OG. I have been an OG there, just fan, right? Then simultaneously um, from that. When we were doing all that IGN stuff, the first year we went to IGN, uh, or sorry, to VidCon, uh, was in 2012, which the Agenda Marvels was blowing up, and that was when we decided to launch the Game of Greggy channel. Um, we went to the Maker Studios party. Maker Studios is now Disney Interactive. A lot of shit's happened. Yeah. But back then, when it was Maker, Maker was one of the biggest YouTube mm-hmm. networks that, that, that existed. PewDiePie was Maker um, before then. Uh, oh. Anybody you fucking like, know their <laughs> name was, was, was there. Yeah. The director of programming there was this man named Louis Medina. Louis Medina, one of my very close friends. And he was the dude that Eric Hart looked up to. We were at this party and Eric's like, who the fuck is that guy? He is running shit. He knows everybody. He got us into this party. He was just the shit. And (laughs) I was like, god damn, Eric's looking up to someone else? Like, who the fuck is he? And he was super cool. And then, like, a couple years later, he uh, uh, ran into me and Nick at PAX after we had launched Kind of Funny. And he was just like, hey, Tim, Nick. Like, hey, it's Lewis. Like, you know, we met at the party last year or whatever. Like, we should we should stay in touch. Like, you, you know, if anything's going on, like, you should, like, do you have a, a, a MCN at YouTube? And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're with Collective. He's like, oh, well, if you ever want Machinima, like, or not Machinima, uh, Maker, we should talk, whatever. And it's like, oh, fuck, yeah, you remember us. That's cool. Um, flash forward past that, it's March. Uh, no, it's not. It's dis- December uh, 2015. 15, it must be. Yeah, December 2015. And uh, I get a call from a random number, and I answer. It's like, hey, it's Louis Medina. Um, I don't know if you remember me, but uh, and I was like, I, I fucking remember. Yeah. You. You're like <laughs> Eric Hart's man crush. Uh, and he, he was just like, hey, I got some crazy news. Um, so I'm not a maker anymore. Um, I'm heading up the the YouTube side, like the, the the partnerships at Rooster Teeth, and I was like, "Say no more." What the fuck? And he's like, "And we want kind of funny to be part of it." He's like, "We've Same. learned all the lessons of what not to do. Maker was horrible. Machinima had its issues. Blah 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 blah. We are gonna start what's called the Let's Play Family, and it is gonna be a boutique thing where it's just gonna be a couple." like quality people that we're going to look at and hone in on and focus on and whatever. And we want you to be one of the marquee ones. And I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, we're going to fly out to SF to talk to you guys. Uh, Jeff Ramsey's coming. Who's a founder of Rooster Teeth. Like we're going to talk, we're going to meet and whatever. Um, Bernie like loves you guys. Always talks highly about you. And you know, like, like, let's go. And we had uh, lunch. We talked it all through and it was just one of the things where it's like, this just makes sense. Like, yeah, and I'm freaking the fuck out. Yeah, obviously. yeah. Inside. But you know, from the business side, it was just like, it, it is just the most cohesive, like, 
duh partnership of all time. W- originally, was it an o- like an offer to buy, or was it? No, it's it, never it been. It was always it's never been. Oh, a no, I, I offer to buy. Yeah. I, but it's like you people don't know what the fuck they're talking yeah. about, and they, um, they like to like outs. you know like yeah, oh, they're sellouts <laughs> and like oh like they're like Rusty's gonna buy them, dude. Let me fucking tell you, Rusty's <laughs> not gonna buy us. Why would you ever sell to there's, anybody? There's, I mean, what, at some point we might. Why at, though? Because because at some point it might make more sense for us to. To do that, to be able to do the things we want to do. Mm. That's not now. That's not in a foreseeable future. But I don't want to say no to that because it might hit a point where we're like, yo, we have found the next generation, the next, next generation, the this, the this, the this, the this. We want to have an entire editorial team for like real video game coverage, like proper video game coverage with review scores and with like journalists doing news. That's what we don't do right now. You know, what if we wanted to? We can't do that. We just we don't have the means, and I don't. At the rate we're going, I don't think that that'll ever be a thing. That's all stuff that we want to do. Me and Greg believe in that. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Um, but that's all stuff. That's all hypotheticals. Like that. Yeah. Selling to a company is not the goal. Yeah. I want to do my yeah, own no, shit forever. Absolutely. Right. That. And we have a good thing going. Why would we stop it? But like, I I think that it's very close-minded to be like, oh, we would never. That's that's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid to close any option off, like no. yeah. especially with how crazy things are going and how much things are changing and like and evolving. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, Rooster Teeth uh, never offered to buy us. That wouldn't make any goddamn sense. And on top of that, it's like we both benefit each other more with the relationship we have. Where we both just make money off of each other. Yeah. Like it's yeah. fucking great. Like there's no downside at all. And like you know, people for some reason want to like act like like. Uh, you know, like they have a say in the content at all. It's right? not just a say in the content. Like that they have found some secret that doesn't exist. Yeah. Where it's oh, there's like, always that. There's always going to be the conspiratorial. But there's just like, like, oh man, like they're doing this because Rooster Teeth is making them, and I liked it before better, and they're making it worse, and it's because Rooster Teeth is, is like, actually bought them. Like the content, yeah. And it's no. like, hey man, yeah, maybe just you know we just changed. Yeah. Like it's not because Rooster Teeth, and they're not buying us, and they didn't buy us, and they're not gonna buy us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, not- I mean, outside of content, then what drives kind of funny success? Like what really outside of content what really brings in the money, the views? Like what do you guys do? Those are different questions, and I'll answer both of them. What brings in our <laughs> success? Community, best friends. Yeah. It's real shit. People can say it's bullshit. It's not. That is what brings our success. That's what we measure our success. When we can go out and and talk to people. And, and have them talk to each other that we that we aren't even part of the conversation. All of a sudden, they have a friendship. That to me is success so, because that means we built something real. Yeah. We built something that's real and scalable in a way that doesn't need to be millions of people. It could be twenty fucking people. It could be a hundred. It could be a hundred thousand. Those people are in. They're yeah. in this thing. They feel like they have people they can talk to and relate to and disagree with and agree with. And that's another thing with the best friend stuff. People are always just like, oh, best friends wouldn't treat each other this way. Mm-hmm. Have you had a best friend? Yeah. Have, like, like, dude. It's a true one. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it like, like people fight. People disagree. People get at each other. But then they work through it. You know yeah. what I mean? 100%. That to me is, is why we're successful. Like That is what we gauge our success in. Is are, are, are people fucking with us? The community. Yeah, and if they're fucking with us, we're doing it right. Now, how do we make money and how do we do all that stuff? That's a different question. They, and that, that to me is a lot of strategy, a lot of hard work, a lot of thinking about how every single thing affects the other. Yeah. And, you know, giving uh, – it's, a, it's a, a nice balance between 
all the question words. Who, what, where, how, when, why. And this is where you guys sit down like on a table and kind of just strategize everything like on a No, it's, it's not so much that so, as much as like it hits a point where you kind of feel it. Okay. Like, is this based off that community engagement? Not every had? show is created equal. All right. KFAF versus Kind of Funny Games Daily versus Screencast. Yeah. Let's just use those three, right? KFAF could not exist if the other morning shows didn't exist. Mm -hmm. The other morning shows being podcasts that have podcast ads allow KFAF to function as a podcast, which then gets grouped together, which allows, there's money being made. Strategy. And the way we're looking at it is that it's like, okay, KFAF's not making that much money, but these other things do. And people love KFAF and we love making KFAF. Yeah. So all of a sudden it's worth doing. Yeah. yeah. Games daily, bread and butter. Yeah, we got to do it. We enjoy the games daily is the, that's Slam dunk of all of it. Where yeah. I wish that's your prime time. That's I wish your prime everything time. Everything we did. I wish we could just do games yeah. daily, games hourly, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> we, we care about the content. We believe in it. It uh, people like it. People, it's easy to make. It's like it's kind of like all of the best things uh -huh. combined, yeah. right? But you can't replicate that over and over and over. Mm -hmm. So it's like that's where that kind of falls in. Whereas screencast is filling a need, and it's not doing as well as we want it to. But we believe in the product, and we believe that people are going to come for that type of content. And also, it is a kind of um, education platform for Kevin to become a host, mm -hmm. to to learn how to do it. And like yeah. Joey as well, like it's kind of like a, not an incubator, but it's like like that show, the, its function yeah. is kind of bringing up new talent a little bit. Also, you know I, yeah, I, mean? I think incubator is perfect. And, and like that, sure. that shit's so fucking key. And then there's things like in review that are, are interesting. Yeah. So, like, I haven't talked about this before uh, publicly, but it's, like, in review, undeniably, is our most popular show yeah. when you're talking about stats. I mean, pretty much when you're talking about any actual, uh, like, thing number you can look at, whether it's video views, whether it's audio downloads, uh, whether it's money made for ads, whether it's um, new subscribers gained. Um, whether it's old subscribers watching, like it's just like across the board, just like the best. On top of that, yeah, we love doing it. We fucking love doing it. <laughs> but there's cons to it. One of the cons is it's not just hey, let's sit here and talk for an hour. That's our longest show, yeah, easily. It's also five people on the show. That balancing act of it's also that's five man hours, all about opinions, too, because it's yeah. two two hours yeah. of a yeah. show, whatever, right? But also, it's it's people that aren't necessarily always on the show. So, Kevin's on the show, which means that Barrett has to be running the show. So, that means there's more people. That yeah. also means that they can't be doing other things. So, it's like there's ripple effects to every Everything. single fucking thing. And on top of that, we need to watch a movie every week. And it's like, oh, boo hoo, you have to watch a movie. Well, when are you supposed to it's do time. that? Yeah. We have all this other shit we have to do. Yeah. So it's like at some point you have to fit it in to your schedule at home yeah. to yeah. watch it because we can't do it here. Three in the morning. So now you're, now you it's know? work at home. Now and it's and, like, and yeah. then now it just turns into this Blurs. thing. And it's like, so there's pros and cons. But at the end of the day, we, we believe in that show. Yeah. If we didn't believe Great in it, show. fuck it, the numbers, fuck everything. It wouldn't be worth it, right? Oh, yeah. But it is because we believe in it. 
And then there's a ton of people, like real like community members that I, that I see that have valid criticisms where they're just like, I, I, don't, I don't like in review because I feel like they do franchises that I don't want to watch or whatever, so I skip out on it. And I'm like, I, I feel like you should give it a shot. Like that show is much more than the franchise it is. Yeah. Um, but if you don't like it, cool. That's totally fine. But then I see people that are just like, well, in review is obviously not working. So uh, they should go back to the morning show or whatever. <laughs> and it's just like, dude, one episode of um, in review will do better than an entire week of, podcast, the, morning, yeah, of the, the morning show. Shows. Like, yeah. in, in any way you cut it. Like, even a low-performing... It's just like... It's crazy. And again, I'm not just talking about views. I'm talking about... I, I named a bunch of things earlier, right? Engagement, the money made, views, money, whatever. Yeah. Comments. Yeah, engagement. Likes. Engagement. Conversation. Mm. Conversation that's huge off for YouTube platform. Yeah, that's not just on YouTube. Facebook threads. Reddit threads. Talking <laughs> about it. It's like... Yeah, this is the value of content, yeah. right? It's really like internet and engagement. so, so few of our products have that consistently. But out of everything we do, I would say there are three that do: Games Daily, Interview, and KFAF. Yeah, and I feel like those three, there's something special there. Pillars, and those special things are all very fucking different. Yeah, but they all, to me, are examples of success. Damn, you feel envy. What the fuck did you say? You, you ever feel envy? <laughs> envy? <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? Uh, um, no, like, I mean, obviously you're hustling, right? Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're hustling your ass off. You guys work your You guys are some of the most hardworking people in production, I know. Like, it's always <laughs> something going, right? I mean, even with, like, things like Kind of Funny Live, like, yeah. you're hustling your ass off. Just you crazy. built this great community. Um, you guys trying different things. Like, you're not keeping it the same, right? So it gets stagnant. You're trying to grow. You're gradually growing but you're not at that million right mm -hmm. whereas like you see someone like cow chop who's mm -hmm. like younger than you granted they're they're gone now but they're, they're not young yet. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're not they're younger than me like well, well no i'm saying younger in terms of like the the channel itself right well it's a not. year than kind of funny i mean so i mean that's that's the thing is like we've all been in this fucking shit for so long it's like okay cool cow chop sure cow chop used to be the creatures the creatures yeah. lasted or were way earlier than kind of funny you get what i'm saying it's yeah. like where did they come from where did all like uh uh brett the um like kind of like i, I would say brett's the tim of cow chop yeah. like, kind of like the puppet master yeah. of it all <laughs> He worked at uh, G4. Yeah, Mission with the... You know what I mean? It's yeah. G4. It's just like, like you don't get more OG than yeah, that. Yeah, I missed uh, that show. But, sorry, not to... No, it's all good, but like, do you see you. these channels kind of Do I get, get envious? Do I get jealous? Fuck yes. Oh, my God. It sucks. It sucks so bad. I don't need us to be a million... Like, I don't even look at a million... I don't look at our subscribers. Yeah, obviously, like, that's I, not I the think thing. That, I think that's a... This thing, but it's like, I want them, Yeah, you know? And I see other channels, I'm just like, what the fuck are, like, why? What are you doing different than us? Because and that's the thing. You guys hustle your ass off. You make great content, right? Mm -hmm. And I always ask it, like, uh, like I've had this conversation with Kevin all the time where mm -hmm. it's like, like, that would bother me to the point to where it's just like, it's not that, yeah, you don't need them, right? You guys are doing fine. You're, you're doing great, right? Because there are people out there with, like, millions of subscribers and they're not making that much money, right? I mean, dude, it's, but like, it's like, here's the thing. It, oh, man, this conversation gets so difficult because... It's not about any one thing. All the things matter. It's how they work yeah, in synergy. Because yeah. it's like, okay, there's bigger channels that don't make as much money. It's not about the money, but that's true. And it's like, when you look at all these guys, what what happens? Couchop's about to not exist anymore. Yeah. By the end of this year, Couchop's gone. Why? Why? Yeah. yeah. You know, the creatures don't exist. Get, uh, screw attack doesn't exist. Like, one by one by one, yeah. all these big groups that are getting way more views than we ever would 
don't exist. What's the difference? To me, it's the team. It's the the belief. It's the community. And that's not to say that all those groups don't have great communities, but there's a commitment to the community and there's a push through the bullshit. Things are going to get bad. We're going to have bad moments. We've had real bad moments in in our history. We never let that destroy us. Mm. We, we always were like, cool, what do we have? It goes back to the beginning of this conversation. We're going first, full circle. <laughs> yeah. It's the limitations that define what you're doing and who you are. Yeah. What rules, what obstacles are being put in front of me that I need to work within? What can I do with them? And that's what kind of funny is, and that's why we're successful. We're not successful to so many people. They'll look at us as a joke. Yeah. Like, I don't know this for sure, but I'm sure that a lot of the other like Rooster Teeth properties, like so many <laughs> people look at us and are just like, what the fuck? Yeah. But guess what? They all love us as people. When we go to different events, like people like hanging out with us. Yeah. Why? Because we're best friends. We fucking live that shit. It's not a facade. It's not something that we sell our community. It's reality. Yeah. And I've seen so many other groups that don't like to talk to each other, mm. don't like to play nice, aren't fucking cool. People love hanging out with us. It's different. Sure. You're right. I mean, that was a beautiful way to kind of wrap it up. You gents got anything for Tim Geddes before we go? This is a beautiful TED Talk. I'm just, I do. I love um, it. I mean, I'm Tim, sorry. Tim, no, no, no it's good. good. You, you are a, a hustler, thing. and I just love picking your brain about shit like this. I mean, you just, you just asked video. me about my favorite subject. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I love it. Me. And I, yeah. I think you're <laughs> such a hustler, and like, I do. I do observe you from afar just in terms of like, not in a creepy way, but like <laughs> in terms of like the moves that you're making, like right yeah. in terms of like, and trying to soak up as much of that as possible because it's like, it is so strategic. Like you said, like mm-hmm. they have, no, there are people with millions of views go under, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't make enough money, blah, yada, yada, yada. Yet you guys are still growing without growing in terms of like no subscriber numbers, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, just kudos to you, man. Your hustle is unreal. Kudos to you guys. Yeah. I'm proud of you. You're doing it. Hyped to talk to you. Hell I've yeah. seen Greg give you hella shout outs on KFGD. Hell yeah. You know, Forbes 30 under 30, Woo! AKA. I, I fucking love when he does that. So, definitely the man with the plan. I was happy to Hell yeah, man. Thank come you here and sit down with you, man. Here. Yeah, picking the brain, man. So, I appreciate that yeah. time. Fuck well, you. I still don't appreciate you talking shit. <laughs> I'm that guy. Got him. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you for joining me on Completely Consensual. <laughs> you can follow Tim Gettys at Tim Gettys. You can follow all his endeavors at youtube.com forward slash kind of funny, kind of funny games. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that good. Anything else you want to plug? Uh, Internet Twitter.com slash kind of cool Greg is my favorite Twitter to follow. Hey, so that's that true. Out. The fight videos oh, he likes. Hey. A1. A1. Everything but the fight no, videos. I love the fight videos. You keep doing you, cool Greg. You know what I mean? Cool Greg. up in here one time before we. Before we sign off, yeah, what's up, Cougar G? Hey, this man Tim Getty's right here. Since I got hired at Kind of Funny, he's uh, had me. He knew I was into graffiti. He had me design a poster. He knew I was into rap. He had me rap in front of like what a thousand people or something. He knew I loved Sasha Banks, and he had me interview her. But even ten years ago, when we won that that talent show, that was on my birthday, and he had a whole stage, the people. whole people before birthday. we even won, sing yeah. me happy birthday. Shout out my bro right here. Hey, hey, he's, he's a good dude. Bro. He's a good dude. My well, man. Until next time, we are play everything.